From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's going to the cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Last episode, we talked about Scream, and I was thinking about doing a spoiler review of it, but I wanted to wait a little bit before I do that. But first, I wanted to talk about upcoming horror films from 2022 and whether or not we should be excited for them. I think, for the most part, that it's a very it's going to be a very interesting year. We're going to have a lot of people coming back, a lot of really good directors making their comebacks, but also just a lot of franchises deciding to come back. So this was a quick guide. So on January 28th, 2022, and just to remind everybody, bef- and that was the date for Orphan First Kill, but I wanted to remind everybody that as of as of today, as of the recording of this episode, the Omicron COVID variant has been hitting our country pretty strongly. So I do want to remind audiences that, again, I'm giving you these dates, but do anticipate that they might be delayed or things might change. So keep an open mind and listen, you know, hear, hear, uh, hear for anything, you know, just make sure that you keep a good eye on the Omicron COVID variant before you go to the movie theater, stay safe. But also just the fact that, you know, movie, uh, movie companies are still trying to not delay their movies any further but they might have to. So just be sure to be considerate of that and to also understand that like sometimes films don't get finished on time so they might be delayed, especially for some of the later ones that haven't started filming yet. So keep that in mind. Orphan First Kill is going to be premiering on January 28, 2022. It is a prequel film to the 2009 film Orphan. It's going to follow uh, Esther as she becomes a serial killer. So it's being made by the same people who directed and wrote the original film so hopefully it's exciting i haven't seen the original in a while so maybe this one's going to be an actual like good movie maybe there has been very little press release for it considering how late it is you know considering how little time we have until that movie comes out that i i'm just surprised you know i'm just surprised by the lack of like publicity and hopefully it's not a bad movie, but I have a feeling that, you know, I'm hoping it's good. I just I just think that maybe the press, the lack of press is going to be what indicates whether or not it's going to be buried or not. And it's also in January, which is considered the death month of movies. So just bear that in mind. Fear is going to be coming out February 11th, 2022. It's going to be coming from the same directors as Black and Blue and The Intruder. It's a fi- it's a film by D- uh, Dion Taylor. It's his return to the genre, and it's gonna be about a film. It's a it's gonna be about a undisclosed amount of characters who get away uh, for a weekend for a celebration, and it turns into a nightmare when a contagious airborne threat ruins things. Interesting. It's gonna be a very interesting take on things. Hopefully, it's you know not dated because i think in real life we're gonna we're dealing with an airborne threat so may not be the greatest but oh well um texas chainsaw massacre is going to be having a requel you know how i mentioned in scream how a lot of requels are coming out where they're sequels with the same name as their originals 
And not just that, but there are also like sequels that revisit the original or in some way or another, whether it's a direct sequel or in some cases a sequel that rhymes with its original. It's going to be coming out February 18th on Netflix. It's going to be a straight sequel to the 1974 original movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I've seen trailers for it. It looks okay. I... I haven't seen much more than the teaser, but hopefully it's a good movie, but we'll have to see because the Texas Chainsaw Massacre has had a long and difficult history of producing mediocre sequels. So hopefully it's good, but I'm not going to really like hold my breath out for it. The Devil's Light will be coming out February 25th. It's going to be a movie about a 25 year old nun who believes performing exorcisms are her higher calling and... You know, the thing is that sisters are not allowed to perform them herself. So it's going to be a very interesting movie. It's going to star Virginia Marsden. So I am excited about it. I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I haven't seen much for it, but again, excited. Same with a movie called Unwelcome, March 17th. Irish filmmaker Joe Wright is bringing the haunts to Unwelcome. He had directed... He, um, he is going to star an actor from... Ant-Man and the Wasp, Panna, John Kamen. So it, hopefully it's going to be pretty good. I ha- I don't know much about it again. So, you know, Morbius doesn't look that good. It's going to be coming out April 1st. People call it a comic book movie. It's a, a lot of people are listening as a horror film because of the subject matter. I don't think it looks that good. I think it looks kind of terrible and it keeps getting pushed back to the point that I'm like, just release it on streaming. There's no reason to keep putting this movie off. Just put it on streaming, put it on um, PVOD, have people pay 20 bucks to rent it. We don't need to see this movie in theaters. It's just getting tiresome, you know, because of how many delays it has. And it doesn't even look that good. I think it looks kind of cheesy. It doesn't look that good. Then there's The Black Phone by sinister filmmakers Scott Derrickson and C. Robert Cargill. By the way, C. Robert Cargill, I love him. I saw him review movies back in the day when he did Spill.com as Carlisle. I loved him during that period, so it's always great to see him succeed and continue to make movies. I'm one of those people that I tend to notice people when they're... I tend to know about people before they become famous, so like it's always great to see them in in a capac- in a small place and then becoming bigger and bigger filmmakers. So it's always wonderful to see them continue to have work. So I am excited about The Black Phone, especially considering that the Joe Hill short story was pretty scary when I first read it. Um, it's a movie about a young boy who gets kidnapped by a serial killer in a soundproof basement. And while he's trapped, he finds a disconnected phone where he can hear the voices of the killer's past victims who try to help him escape. Now, that's a really interesting t- uh, story. Hopefully, it's good. I am a little worried that, like, Ethan Hawke's going to, like, ham it up. But it looks effective, and the trailer has been playing everywhere. It looks pretty decent. I'm not going to lie. But it's also, like, I'm, I'm going to wait to see what the movie is. Again, I, I'm not going to repeat that. But let's just say that I'm always hoping for the best. But I'm always preparing for myself that it's not that good. And then there's going to be Nope, uh, July 22nd, 2022. This is a comeback of sorts for Jordan Peele, who has made two great horror films, Get Out and Us. And this is a film in which nobody knows what it's about, but it's starring Kiki Palmer, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, and Steven Yeun. 
I am excited for it because this man has continuously shown that horror can be intellectual and quote unquote elevated. I don't believe in elevated horror. Like I think elevated horror kind of implies that certain horror films can't be smart. Like Black Christmas is elevated horror. But, you know, people don't call it that because it's a slasher, even though I think slasher films can be just as elevated. But I like the fact that his horror films are more intellectual, so I, I think they're great. And so I'm excited about Nope. Salem's Lot is getting another remake on September 9th. Um, I'm excited for it. I am curious to see what Gary Doberman is going to do because he has pr- helped with the It movies and Annabelle Comes Home. It it's going to seem interesting to see what the Annabelle Comes Home director is going to do, but I'm not entirely sure. It's going to be starring uh, Louis Pullman, Mackenzie Lay, Alfred Woodard, so I am excited to see where they're going to go, but again, that story has been remade twice already, and I think that it's been proven that a miniseries would be better. I don't know. Is it going to be a two-parter? Who knows? I got to reread that book, though. So be sure to reread that book along with Joel Hill's um, The Black Phone. So you have a lot of references when you go in there. So don't be unprepared. Uh, David Slade is adapting the 2007 movie Dark Harvest. Uh, the novel, I mean, it is following his groundbreaking Choose Your Own Adventure episode, Black Mirror, the Bandersma- Bandersnatch episode. Um, it looks pretty good. I, I've seen some concept art. It looks cool. And I think The Dark Harvest could make for an interesting movie. I've read the book once a long time ago, and I thought it could make for an interesting movie. So I definitely am excited to see where he goes with it. Uh, Don't Worry Darling is going to be another film by Olivia Wilde. Uh, it's going to be starring Florence Pugh and Harry Styles, Chris Pine, Gemma Chen, and Nick Crow. It follows the life of a 1950s housewife who finds out her husband is hiding that she is part of a utopian experimental community and Pew's memorable horror um, performance in Midsummer gets me excited to see what she's going to do with this film I am super happy to say that it is a very intriguing idea and Olivia Wilde has done such good work especially with like Booksmart and all that so I am excited to see where that movie's gonna go it kind of sounds like a Stepford Wives to some extent but like reverse a little bit I don't know it's like an inverse of the Stepford Wives a little bit without robots and all that so I am going to be excited hopefully Florence Pugh is able to have another hit on her hands she keeps getting hits and also Harry Styles I liked him in internals so I'm hoping that him having a lead role in this movie will actually get people excited to see what he can do. I think he can be a good actor. I am excited to see where he's going to go, especially considering that I liked him in Eternals and he was one of the highlights and he was only in it for like 15 seconds. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, I love inventive casting choices like Harry Styles. He is a good casting choice for anything right now. So I'll leave it at that. And then Halloween Ends will be premiering October 14, 2022. Um, this is the final film in the David Gordon Green trilogy of Halloween movies that began with Halloween 2018 and then Halloween Kills. It's going to be the final match between Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. The film will take place four years after the end of Halloween Kills, dealing with not only the aftermath, but it's also going to address the COVID-19 pandemic, which makes sense because it is... Uh, there's a lot of good commentary between group mentality and community trauma and so COVID-19 would make sense in this case and also I think because it makes it accessible to be able to like make the film 
and be able to like actually like rec- like make it with masks and all that because it could say oh look we have we're just wearing our masks because of covid there's nothing weird about it and it's also like it was seeing masks in movies is not even that weird anymore to be honest with you it's like okay well people wear masks it is what it is right now and maybe it's not so socially social uh, social weirdness it's not that socially weird it's not you know like i don't know it's not that weird of a social thing and then firestarter is going to be released in 2022 no release date it's going to be another remake by blumhouse um they'll release it when they release it which i'm hoping i'm hoping the halloween ends gets released on october the uh, on the day that it's coming out because they haven't started filming but i'm hoping the twitter has been suggesting that they are starting production or they might be doing a secret production of it who knows and then firestarter nothing so far um it's gonna start our american horror story uh ryan kira at uh, ryan kira armstrong as charlie so i am excited to see it and zach Efron's gonna be playing her father which again, Zach Efron needs a better agent. So hopefully, this is a proof that he can be in good movies. I've I've seen him not take some great roles. I'll leave it at that. And then finally, I'm just going to mention Hellraiser. It's going to be coming out this year on Hulu. It is starring uh, Hayam Abbas, uh, Jamie Clayton as Pinhead. So hopefully, this is a very good movie i'm hoping i don't know because these hellraiser movies have been really bad so jamie clayton playing pinhead is a very inventive and interesting casting choice considering that pinhead has always been sort of a gender neutral character in the book the hellbound heart so hopefully hopefully it's a good decision and i'm hoping for jamie clayton because she is a very talented actress who deserves so much more than the role she's been given especially since i think she was the best part of l word generation q and that wasn't even that good in my opinion i gave it an earlier review on an earlier episode the that season was one of the better ones of that franchise but it's because of jamie clayton so i'm excited to see where jamie clayton's gonna go with pinhead considering that it's gonna be much more uh faithful to the source material Well, that's it for this episode. I'm excited for all these horror films. Hopefully, we get a lot of really good ones, and hopefully, we get ones that get critical acclaim, because I am happy to see horror films be considered elevated. So, hopefully, there's some big surprises in in the next year. Thank you again. See you later.